0: Naked shamanism. Welcome to With Insights Radio. I'm your host, Iggy Garcia. I will take you on a journey across the universe through shamanism, metaphysical and holistic. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. today. My name is Iggy Garcia. wanted to take this time and thank everybody for tuning in to With Insights Radio, withinsightsradio.com. We are actually broadcasting here on the speaker network, so hopefully you get a chance to uh, check us out. This is a live show, and probably by the time you hear it, it's going to be a pre-recorded show. So I want to walk everybody to the studio. can be a goofball from time to time, and, you know, it's kind of my medicine, kind of being a comedic shaman, using, you know, my, uh, my gift of laughter, and my gift of cracking jokes and stuff to make situations better, and helping heal and stuff, but um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about, uh, we talked about our last show, we were talking a little bit about what it meant to be a urban, suburban shaman, but in uh, this one I just kind of want to talking about giving thanks to the gifts that you've been given, the different gifts that, um, that have been endowed to us through the Great Spirit and through God and through the universe, or whatever you resonate with, whatever brings you to center. So I wanted to take that moment to, you know, understanding and looking at things from not so necessarily a, a human point of view, but a, a spiritual point of view, a, a way where, You know, you see things on a much higher level versus as a human level. Human level is very easy to get lost in, to be sidetracked, to be, uh, you know, distracted, and to see life, uh, you know, like day to day, every day, getting out of your car, getting out of bed, brushing your teeth. But to be, you know, grateful and thankful for all the things that help you along the way, that help you on this path of enlightenment, this path. You know, like I, s- I always say, there are no enlightened people, there are enlightened moments where the person becomes enlightened, when that person becomes the magic uh, for someone someone else for themselves, but regardless, you're always creating, and you're always doing, so thanks is big, and you know, today on Facebook, I kind of wrote something, you know, being sarcastic, being a little funny, just kind of like uh, the white dudes coming across the ocean there, and, and not knowing how to camp, and then the dark dudes helping them out, you know, feeding them, helping them how to gather, how to protect themselves, and little unbeknownst to them, did we know that there were some more guys are going to come across the sea and, you know, take over territories and lands, and next thing you know, it's done. Um, it's not complaining, and it's not, you know, saying that it was right or wrong, it just, it just is, it's done, it's complete, it's over. It doesn't mean that people have to forget. We have a tendency where we're told to, we have to forget things and move on. Granted, yeah, you want to move on. You want to move forward. Don't want to get stuck in the memories and the old tr- soundtrack, the old play, the old recording of the movie that you're watching. But um, there comes a point where you have to also give thanks. You know, these people, you know, we have to give them thanks that this land no longer... They occupy it, and now it's occupied by an occupying nation, by an occupying people. So it's not like, this is, we can't hide from the fact that that happened. Yeah, but we have to move forward in healing, and in loving, and caring. But it's difficult for some people, uh, if when you're not in their shoes, and you don't understand, and it's not about being racist, or being a certain way towards a certain group of people. It's understanding that, you know, this was someone else's land, this was someone else's home, and and through conquest and through, you know, greed and money, religion. It's no longer the landscape that it was once. And um, that's kind of the way of man. The way of man is to take, you know, and, and build and destroy and rebuild and destroy, uh, dominate, bring down. But in, in shamanism, is different. That's why we lack shamans. We need medicine people. It's kind of like when they need preachers and they need different types of people who minister. These are people who minister more closer to the earth, people who are more involved, more closer. So that's why I'm here to share with you the things that I've learned along the way and things that I'm still learning. Understanding that uh, pieces and parts of us have been lost through the conquest. Pieces and parts of us have been uh, disrupted. The energies have been changed. There's a certain reason why people act and behave a certain way because there's a lot of uh, energetic mayasism inside the body that have been recorded and passed down from generation to generation. And uh, these people feel it. And it's anger, the rage, the frustration. Not only were there conquests here in the United States as we know it, there's also those conquests in Europe and China, uh, South America, all over. Where another group was more dominant, more powerful than the other. The conquests are very different now. We actually have religious wars. We don't call them that, but that's what they are. We have to call things what they are, or the big crusades. I'm not saying that you have to agree with what I say. It's just another version, another way, how someone, another human being sees life. And that's common of where we have issues, that we don't allow other people to see life in their own beauty, in their own way. Granted, there's a billion, 7.5 billion people on this planet, and they all see life differently. There's no way in the world that everybody could see the life the same. It's just not possible. We could see a version; We can experience it in a certain way. But all of us looking out one window see life completely different. We come to an agreement. We come to a joint. We come to a place where we say, hey, yeah, I see what you're seeing. But yet, are you really seeing what I'm seeing? Do you really experience the full fold of what I'm actually experiencing? That's what happens with human beings. And why we have conflict and why we have love and why we have all these different things. Because it's of our experience, our perceptions, how we perceive the world. How we look at the world. How we digest in the information and break it down. And how we translate it through our brains, through our systems of filtering. And through all the different things that are inside of our head. One of us can look at a picture and, you know, completely see something completely different. Some would say, oh, she looks beautiful. Oh, wow, she's gotten older. Oh, wow, she's really grown up. We all pull from these different things, different experiences, which make us unique, like every snowflake that falls from the sky. So that's what's so cool about being a human being, that existence, that belonging. I know in our last show we were talking about that we needed more shamans, that we needed more medicine people. We needed more people connected to the earth. And the reason I say this is, as human beings, we collectively all work together to create. In In this creation that we create, constantly, it's always evolving, always changing, it's always happening. There is a creation going on. We do create, we do manifest when you look out the window, we've created neighborhoods, we've created houses, we've created roads, we've created things that we think serve a purpose for us. Now, the thing of the creation came from our ancestors, people who were before us. But us here in the present moment continue and we continue holding on to that energy, to that space. So if we want to see change, if we want to see manifestation, we want to see things that occur differently, then we need to create and we need to see things differently. If we see, keep using the same template, the same model, then we're going to get the same, same, same. But it's hard for people to look at it like that. It's hard for them to see it like that. But that's how it is. That's why we drive the same type of car. That's why we still burn fossil fuels. That's why we stay away from certain types of energy, because we're stuck. We're stuck in this mode. We're stuck in the old systems, the old paradigms. Are they shifting? Are they changing? Of course they're changing and they're shifting. But slowly. Slowly may be better for us at sometimes. But the universe loves speed. And the universe hates a void. So we have to keep moving forward. Little by little, we have worked. We have changed. and We have changed our ways of life. We're more connected in ways that we can never imagine. But within this connecting, we're also disconnected. For example, Facebook is a good example. Now we connect in ways that we can never connect. We could have never connected. Now we actually talk. And we do things that we can't even imagine. That we could have done 20, 30 years. Even 5 years ago. We can talk to people who live all the way across the world. Just by a single keystroke. And now we can do business. We can do work. We can do healing. We can do all kinds of things. Which is amazing. But in the same token... We've lost the human aspect, the human aspect of who we are and what we do and how we feel and how we work together and how we feel together and how we engage together. It's funny because kids nowadays text more than they actually talk on the phone. Because a lot of their excuses are, well, I can text a a bunch of people versus talk to a bunch of people at one time. And it's on my last show when I talked about that, I was talking about Telepathy. It's a form of telepathy in a sense. Where you're texting. When you're sending them messages. And you're sending to one another. <clears throat> a way to share thoughts and feelings. But within the text. You don't feel the emotion. I believe in my, in my own personal. You know view. Or vantage point of this. I don't feel the that love. And that caressness, Like if someone spoke a word to me. Because so many texts and so many emails are misconstrued and misinterpreted because of someone the way they expressed it. So now, as we move forward into this new evolution of technology and the way we communicate, um, some of us are left behind. Some of us move forward. Some of us are happy with being left behind, being where we need to be. Because there's a lot to know. There's a lot to understand. And so... Part of anybody's work now is to be connected. I move my mic here real quick. And being connected to one another is crucial. Because that's how we survive. To have that human interaction, to be with one another. That's why we create all these different entities and all these different clubs and all these different things that we do. Uh, churches, uh, religion. We, we have to have that bond to connect the source, to feel the energy, to feel... Because alone, sometimes we don't feel it. By ourselves, we don't feel it. But I hate, I, I want to disagree with, this, with that statement that I'm saying. These are just things that I've learned. I think that we can feel a lot and be very connected if we choose to be. Sometimes it's easier to be removed from the things that, you know, bring us together. But sometimes it's good to be together in order to bring connection. Now in the work I do, it's not a sedentary life. It's not a hidden life like it used to be. And then someone brought your child to for training. No. The training's endless. Endless. Now with the verge of technology and the and the grasp of our hands, people who are one part of the country can communicate with another shaman back and forth. We can touch people. We don't even have to travel anymore. Morse healing is remote healing anyhow, and healing is self-healing. We work on our healing. When we believe in aspects of ourselves that are hurt and damaged, we let them go. And ask for forgiveness for, you know, that hurt. But if we hang on to things that hurt us and the things that, you know, feel pain, then those pains don't go away. They stay with us. So if you're willing to let go of things, then you can move forward. But if not, you'll stay right where you're at, and you get the same results. It's like driving a car on ice, and you wonder why you're not moving. You're just spinning your wheels and spinning your wheels and spinning your wheels. Why? Because you're doing the same exact thing. When you start to realize that you may have to back up a little bit backwards and forwards or rock side to side or have somebody push you, physically or mentally, if someone push you to get over that hump, then things won't change. You'll get what you always get. So I'm just here to share with you to look at life differently. To look at the perceptions that you've created. The rose-colored glasses that you've created for yourself. In order to understand another is to understand yourself. And when it's hard to understand ourselves and the things that we do, how is it possible that we can even have the audacity to say that I know you. I know how you are. La la la. The only thing you know are the projections that you pushed onto people and the things that you've created and these scenarios that you've played out. So all you're really seeing is versions of yourself that you don't like or parts of you that you love. So as human beings we do some crazy stuff and we justify it through violence, we justify it through punishment, we justify it for a bunch of stuff. Someone fixes our bedroom, makes it nice and then all of a sudden you're angry because someone did something nice for you. Granted, you weren't asked and no one asked you to clean your room but do you really have to go and tear it apart and put it back how it was just because you're bitter because someone didn't ask you? Or could you go, thank you, and said, you know, maybe together we can work on my room together next time? Just different little things like that. Or maybe the person who engaged could ask, can we work on your room together when you're ready? It's all about communication. Communication is very important, especially when you're doing this type of work. Communication is understanding the living and understanding the spirit world and understanding, you know, what you know creator wants from you what the great spirit is calling you to do it's easy to get confused very easy and to think that you're the magic you're part of the magic you're part of that system you're the conduit, you're the facilitator you're the medium, you're in the middle I'm not saying that you don't have the gifts and you don't have the lightning bolts coming from your fingertips but understand that that's endowed and gifted to us by a source that we can't even pinpoint or understand and everything has purpose, and you have purpose, and all the purpose that we bring together, and all the purposes that we un- unify as one, are there for a reason. Nothing just happens by chance or by accident. If we believe that things just happen by chance, then you know that's 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 I don't know. That to me, it's just to think things that ran- things happen randomly. No, I just I don't believe that. I just think that there is some planning at a higher level of the things that we're doing and working together. So what I ask you to do is just to see life from your vantage point, but also try to understand that other people have their own views on life and how they see things. You don't have to agree with them. You don't have to be part of them. You don't have to accept them. But understand that in order to understand another, you first have to learn to understand yourself and how you play a part in things. If you're part in a situation where there's things going on and things are in a positive mode and you're there, do you believe that maybe somehow, at some level, you're part of that problem? You could be. But we don't know that. We don't know if that's fact or not. True true or not true. It could be true for you, not true for you. But it's kind of the same way. If someone's beating you and hitting you over and over repeatedly, do you stay there? Do you waddle in that anger? No. You move. You leave. You go off. You you, you find a new set of friends or a new set of person who cares about you. So, you know, human nature is very easy to get caught and stifled and, and moved into these little spaces of uh, codependency. So, first, being thankful. Giving thanks to all the things around us. is crucial. Very crucial. We don't do that anymore. We give thanks to our food and that's about it. And, you know, we we, we say our prayer and we're done. But people don't go out of their way to you know, to thank, you know, the little things. The door, the toilet seat, you know, the, the knob at the hand. I mean, I'm not saying you have to say I constantly thank you, thank you, thank you. But in your mind, having a background, knowing that things are there for you to serve you. Giving thanks to, you know, my cell phone working right now to transmit this this show. That's huge. I don't take it for granted. I'm very thankful for that. I'm very grateful for that. The technology that's in my hands is so powerful. It used to cost millions of dollars to be able to do something like this. And now it just cost me my wireless internet connection for the month. And, uh, and the person who created this, this uh, platform, this application, to do it. I'm grateful for them. That I didn't have to go out and create it. That I didn't have to sit there and, and write the code for it. Somebody else had the, the idea. I may have been the innovator in, in the thought process of creating something like that. But someone took these ideas from the universe and put them together and created this. But we don't, sometimes as humans we don't see that. We just think, oh, well, we got it, yeah. I need my cell phone. Well, I'm thankful for my cell phone. thankful for that I have this opportunity to use my cell phone. To have these headphones in my ears. To look at the little blinking lights going up and down as I speak. To monitor... And the little clock that's on the side saying that I have 10 minutes left on the show. But that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm not saying you have to be consumed and engulfed in it and understanding. But in my world, I'm kind of like that. I'm thankful for the things. Because then when I have thanks, I have time to think about things. Or think about if I'm going to respond or react to something. And, some, you know, as human beings, sometimes we react versus responding. Or we respond or we react. Depending on the situation. But we do one or the other. Or we don't do anything. Or we just become aloof. We're just numb. I like nothing happened. We live in an illusionary world. We live in a world that we think some things are the way they should be. And we look at the world and feel that sometimes the world owes us. We owe the world. We owe this great Mother Earth. Grand thanks. Grand thanks for giving us this opportunity to sit on it and breathe on it and love on it. Without this earth, we don't exist. We're not here. We're a different existence. As in the Bible, it says we come from the dirt and the dirt we shall return. From dust to dust, dust we are. So it's very obvious that we came from the clay that that was molded. We're molded from that. So why not give thanks to the Mother Earth you know, and say, Mother or thank you very much, appreciate you because we're from you. God even said that. The universe said that. Whatever you believe, every great book has always said that. Doesn't matter if it's the Bible, the Torah, you know, whatever. Pagans, witches, whatever, they all talk about the same thing. That we all come from that source, from that from that clay. So I'm grateful for the Earth. I th- say thank you to her, and honor her, and do my do my best. And I will say that I will I'm doing my best to take care of her because I know that I fall short, like everybody else does. I fall short because sometimes it's so massive that I can only do so much in my teeny little space that I've created for me. But you know what? Knowing that I create and I can do something in that teeny little space is important to me. To understand that I. From that, if there's enough of us doing in a teeny little space, then it becomes a bigger thing, and then we can work together to keep it clean, to keep it safe, to keep it balanced and healthy. For I know, and many medicine men and shamans know, that at some point the earth is going to rumble and shake. But I'm not worried about the earth. My concerns are more about my fellow man, my fellow woman, that we're going to feel the wrath, we're going to feel the pain, we're going to feel all of those things. That are very uncomfortable. But we need to feel it sometimes. We need to be reminded. That we're small. Unfortunately to be reminded. Some of us lose our lives. Some of us perish. So ask yourself. Are you going to have any regrets. When you're laying in bed. When you're 98 years old. Of things that you didn't do. And the things that you wish you had done. Be thankful and grateful. Attempt to be. Because in the end, you can't take the houses with you. You can't take the money with you. You can't take nothing with you. The only thing you're taking with you is your spirit and your soul, and that's it. And the memories that you had throughout this life. And you're going to go wherever you've created and manifested in your mind. And I'm not here to talk about heaven and hell. That's up to you guys, what you believe in. That's not my concern. That's your concern. That's something you have to work out with your your creator or with the universe, however you want to deal with it. I'm just here to talk about thanks and giving thanks to the things around us and the people around us, the things around us, my dog, my cat, my fish, the bag of chips I ate for the sustenance and the nourishment, what little it may be. But regardless. So folks, I'm just I want you to understand from my perception that I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm just, this is a Thanksgiving message from, you know, being, tomorrow being Thanksgiving, we're giving thanks for whatever we think is important to us. But I'm also here to be a reminder that there have been people who, you know, through time have perished so we can have this Thanksgiving. And I think sometimes we forget that sight. You know, through many wars and many losses and many occupations, people have been forgotten. And I want to give thanks to those people for giving us something, teaching us something that you're not forgotten, that Iggy Garcia, his family, his friends remember you. We remember all of you, even though we know, you know what you look like, or who you were. <clears throat> the land that I lay on, the bed I sleep on, was once occupied by somebody else. That sometime before me, there was other people So with that, I just want you to, you know, just make a little list and think about all the people and all the things, all the, all the beautiful things that you've been gifted in this short life, which is actually really long, when you put put it into in perspective of things. Choose the things that you want to do. Make 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 a difference in the world, by making a difference in your life. And when you make a difference in your life, you make a difference in the world you can hide all you want but all of us have the same same ticket the same the same time we're all going to go <clears throat> so what are you going to do what's it going to be what are you what haven't you done yet are you waiting for the bucket list but if you don't make it to the bucket list i guess you don't make it You know, there's some things that we can all be accomplishing right now. We truly just understood that in our life, the scheme of things is, you know, we're no longer here. We move forward, we move on. Some of us believe that we come back, some of us don't. In my case, I believe I come back. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to do anything in this life. I'm doing the best I can with what I have and the tools that I've been given, the tools that I've learned, the things that I've collected. And that's what I'm saying about you. You're doing the best you can. Do the best you can. And let other people do the best they can. Allow them their mistakes. Allow them their successes. Allow them to learn. So when you see the world from the human point of view, it can be a very lonely place, but it can be a very exciting one too. So on Thanksgiving, give thanks thanks for yourself thanks for yourself for doing the best you can because you're doing the best you can and you're the only person you're with 24 hours 7 days a week so you know all the things you, that you hide all the things that you do all the good little things that you want to do you know what happens you know how to move yourself so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today and looking at life from Shavas' point of view and what it means So the next time I do a show, I'll be talking about another topic. This was about thanks. Understanding the thanks of the gifts that you've been given. Because we all have gifts. We all have that magic. It's kind of where we started the show off today. Understanding that you, we are all connected. We're all one. Because when we both, if you and I perish tomorrow... We go right back to the ground, right back to the earth. Our bodies no longer, no matter if they embalm you or not, your body's never going to be the same. It changes, it transmutes, it changes, it breaks down. When the universe is ready to reclaim you and bring you back, and then that day will happen. Until then, while you're alive. Make some things happen. Make some cool things occur. Go out there and say hello to somebody. When was the last time you said hi to someone on the bus, on the street, at the store? People are just trying to get it wrong, trying to make it to this world just like you are. For some it's easier, and for others it's hard. It's difficult. So just think about that. We're all doing our very best. And so are the people who do the medicine work and the healers. They may be connected, but there's times where we're, we have doubt about our abilities. So have a little faith, have a little trust in what you have to do. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today and taking a little half hour of their time to listen to Iggy. And you can find me on Facebook... Backslash Iggy Garcia, Hoop Watcher. Or you can go to my website, IggyGarcia.com. Drop me an email, drop me a line. Read my blog, see what's I, what I've been up to. All the different little things. With that, folks, I'm going to say good day. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. And we'll see each other next time I'm on the broadcast.